well, we produce it when we need it, right? We use it to produce steroidal hormones. It's essentially like, a, like almost like a big antioxidant in a sense. The problem it becomes when we can't, in a sense, let's use the word process it, or when we can't convert it, that's when it becomes more of a problem. But it's not really the body's fault. I always say this. It's you are not eating in a way and not living in a way to support the body to do what it's designed to do. Right. Just like when we produce energy at the cell level, you produce tons of free radicals, but you have a system, right? Because you're activating oxygen with certain minerals like copper to produce a lot of these antioxidants, right? That help you clean up these free radicals among do other things, right? There's a reason you produce superoxide dismutase. There's a reason you produce catalase. It's to help you clean up different things. So we have the system in place. The problem comes when we don't support energy production and we have a lot of prooxidants that are being produced, we don't have antioxidants to build them up. So it's kind of like cholesterol, right? It's, can we produce it? Can we synthesize it? Can we use it effectively to do as designed to do? Now the question becomes like, how does it really build up? Right. And it really comes back to like stress. I truly believe that most, if not everything stems from stress or chronic stress. Welcome to the Weight Loss for Women podcast, a place where we share everything you need to know about restoring your metabolism so you can eat more, train less, and lose weight in a healthy and sustainable way. I'm Kitty Bloomfield, co-founder of New Strength and Saturay, creator of pro-metabolic food supplements and skincare, which will be out very, very soon. We're on the countdown and we're formulating makeup, which is super exciting. So today I'm joined by Josh from real food gangsters so that's their instagram account i was like that's such a cool name now we we were supposed to have um josh and Jeannie, but she had to do something um with their son harry so it's just josh today so i thought i'd get josh on to talk about cholesterol so i get questions all the time about cholesterol and clients that are worried about high cholesterol and don't know the cause and then their doctor's trying to get them on statins so i thought you know josh is very well versed um, on all things cholesterol and thyroid health. If you don't actually follow them on Instagram, I'd highly recommend that you do. And he's a super smart guy and he'll just dazzle you with his knowledge in this um, podcast. As obviously, you can't see me in the podcast, but there's a lot of head nodding going along. Um, and he's just a super nice, nice guy as well. So in this episode, we cover what cholesterol actually does in the body. So it's its function. You know, when does cholesterol uh, become a problem? How everything stems from chronic stress? Why high levels of cholesterol aren't necessarily a bad thing? What causes chronic stress? What else impacts cholesterol levels in the body? How you get high cholesterol? How copper and cholesterol are associated? Good sources of copper and long-term side effects of taking statins. So as always, guys, um, please give this podcast or sorry, this episode a review. So you can review us as many times as you like on the podcast platforms. I didn't actually know that. And for extra brownie points, take a screenshot of the review of this actual episode and tell us what you liked and then share it on Instagram stories and tag me at K-I-T-T-Y-B-L-O-M-F-I-L-D. So each month i pick uh one person who's uh shared on instagram and they get a free tub of saturate collagen 
So I really love this episode. I say that about all the episodes, but I really do love all the episodes because I get to speak to so many um, really cool guests, so many of them who are in the pro-metabolic committee. So let's get into it. Oh, hey, Josh, uh, and no Jeannie this time. Usually, well, it was going to be Josh and Jeannie from Real Food Gangsters. And I actually, I wanted to say to her that I always think, like, what a cool name that is, Real Food Gangsters. Well, you know what's funny? When we got on Instagram, I remember this is when we were actually doing nutrition and rehabilitation with people at one of our offices in Carlsbad. We lived in California. And one of my clients was like, hey, dude, you got to check out this new platform. It's called Instagram. You just post pictures and it's cool. And I remember literally saying to him, like, how is that cool? You know what I mean? But I set up an account anyway. This is way back when, you know, and it was like East West Healing. And, you know, I was looking around and everyone had like shit ton of followers. And I'm like, you know, all these people have like cool names. So I changed our name at that time. No idea why to real food gangsters because I thought it was going to get us followers. But then when we started getting followers, you know, all of our people like don't change your name because it could affect the, you know, all the bullshit that goes on in there. Yeah. So we just left it and everyone loves it. So we just eat it. Yeah, it's cool. It's cool because, yeah. you know, eat the real food. That's what it's about, yeah. you know? Yeah, totally. get back to basics. Um, yeah. And it is, it, um, Josh has a, his wife, Jeannie, she's not here because her, their son, uh, is doing some cool class, some ninja class. Yeah. So, you know, we're missing Jeannie today, but that's all right. We'll get her on again. She can talk about something different. Um, yeah, totally. But, uh, yeah, so go follow them on Instagram. They're cool. And, like, Josh is, like, super, I mean, this as a compliment, like, nerdy, scientific, super knowledgeable <laughs> around all things, pro-metabolic nutrition and just loads of different stuff. So, yeah, I'm sure that the, you're going to love this podcast. And I've been wanting to do this one for a while because I get so many questions on cholesterol and like clients going to doctors and they're trying to prescribe them statins. And, you know, I just think it's we'll, this will be just amazing. So we'll pick your brains. I'm not even really sure where we should start. Well, you know, it's such an interesting topic because we're taught that it's bad. You know what I mean? I think that's just the medical industry. Everything's bad. Fear this, you know, um, be careful of that. You know that, I mean, our whole message is really about simplicity. Yes. It's Instagram. And sometimes we get technical, but it's Instagram. If I was just boring and basic all the time, we wouldn't have any followers and that's the gist of it. Right. You know, sometimes you got to give people, you know, you want you got to give people what they want to see, but, tell them what they really need to hear. And that's what we try to do. Um, but, you know, it, it is getting back to the basics and it's about not living in fear and not eating in fear, you know, and, and, but I think that's going back to why cholesterol is such a big thing is because it's um, when you look at the medications, at least in the U S it's one of the top three most prescribed medications over I think like 40 to 45 million Americans alone, you know, we're not talking other countries on statins. Now, granted, you turn 55, 60, the doctor will say you're at risk for heart disease. Your cholesterol is not high. You should take a statin, of course. Um, I'm not here to tell you about the dangers of statins. I'm not here to tell you to go on and go off them. I'm just here to educate people because I think that's our goal on Instagram as well. It's like sometimes we're, we're lied to, like, you know, calcium is what you need to make strong bones, which is a lie. 
you know, your bone to 12 minerals or leaving out so many pieces um, that iron regulates iron, all these different things. We're never really educated on what creates all these things. And I think sometimes when we understand that we can create awareness and make the best decision for ourselves, whether it's taking medication or not, we can make the best decision ourselves instead of following what tells someone tells us to do. Cause when that happens, we're not really doing what we feel we need to do. And in the end, a lot of the times, like when you take a statin, the end result isn't good because there's more side effects the longer you're on it. So cholesterol is actually really good. You know, we wouldn't produce something if it was bad, you know, um, we maybe produce we could, it. With, oh, go sorry, ahead. Maybe we could start by talking about like what it is and what's fu- its function in the body. Well, we really produce it when we need it. The body won't produce it when we really don't need it, right? And you produce it under times of need, energy crisis, or we could call it stress. But what is stress? It's when the demands being placed on you exceed what your system can handle in a sense, right? It's like the energy that's being expended um, is less than the energy coming in in a sense, right? You're you're moving beyond what your body has the capacity to really um, work through in a sense, um, yes, we should all be able to handle stress. We go into that stress rate. We go into that sympathetic state or we go maybe into that dorsal vagal state, but we have the resources and the abilities and the knowledge and the awareness to come back to homeostasis, right? I'm not saying stress is bad because stress actually helps us build resiliency, right? Mm. The problem is we're being pushed into that state, whether it's from childhood trauma, whether it's from GMO foods and glyphosate, whether it's from under eating, overeating, overworking, overtraining, um, you know, eating fortified foods. The list goes on because people will say, well, I think it was this diet that made me sick or I think it was this one thing. You're a soup. You're a story. Everything from birth until now is what created who you are and what you have. Right. So forget where I was going this, but it's cholesterol. You know, cholesterol. What, what's, yeah. what does it do in the body? So what's its function? Well, we produce it when we need it, right? We use it to produce steroidal hormones. It's essentially like, a, like almost like a big antioxidant in a sense. Mm-hmm. The problem it becomes when we can't, in a sense, let's use the word process it, or when we can't convert it, that's when it becomes more a problem, but it's not really the body's fault. I always say this. It's, you are not eating in a way and not living in a way to support the body to do what it's designed to do, right? Just like when we produce energy at the cell level, you produce tons of free radicals, but you have a system, right? Because you're activating oxygen with certain minerals like copper to produce a lot of these antioxidants, right? That help you clean up these free radicals among do other things, right? There's a reason you produce superoxide dismutase. There's a reason you produce catalase. It's to help you clean up different things. So we have the system in place. The problem comes when we don't support energy production and we have a lot of prooxidants that are being produced. We don't have antioxidants to build them up. So it's kind of like cholesterol, right? It's can we produce it? Can we synthesize it? Can we use it effectively to do as designed to do? Now the question becomes like, how does it really build up? Right. And, it really comes back to like stress. I truly believe that most, if not everything stems from stress or chronic stress, right? Cause like I said, we should be able to get on the roller coaster, go, Oh my God, this is crazy. I'm so scared. Butterflies in the stomach, but get off the roller coaster 10 minutes later, heart rate's down, blood pressure's down, you know, that 
excited stress response is down and you're regulating. We should be able to do that. But how many people do you know, especially in this current society, um, that are not on the roller coaster 24 7? Mm. Right? How many people mm. do you know that aren't tired, that don't have a cycle issue, that mm. can't lose weight, that have anemia, that have mineral deficiencies, that have candida, the list goes on everyone. Right. Mm-hmm. That means we're on the roller coaster. Right. Because we wouldn't we wouldn't have those things. I always say to clients with histamine issues, like, don't blame the food. It's not the food's fault. If it was, I would not be able to eat, the, eat those foods. Right. Why can I eat those foods? Because the body it's going into has the enzyme and the mineral to activate the enzyme to clean up excess histamine that's being produced from stress or from food, which is not a big issue. But when you're that deficient or you're that chronically stressed and you've chelated copper, you don't have enough copper, you're producing too much histamine, you don't have the ability to clean it up. So any more that comes in becomes more of a stress, right? Mm -hmm. So we love blaming cholesterol and saying, I'm not even going to look at how I'm living. I'm not even going to check out how I'm eating, you know, you know, if I'm not working out enough or if I'm eating, you know, the, the sad, you know, um, standard American diet in a sense, or, I don't know what you guys call it, but the crap diet, right? Most people say, just give me a medication. Now it's even just, you know, give me the supplement. Give me the red rice yeast. Give me the citrus bergamot. Give me the supplements. But the problem is we're not doing anything. Mm. We're not doing anything to change what's causing the high cholesterol, right? Mm. For me, it's like, it's information. If your body says you have high blood pressure or high cholesterol, that's a red flag, right? It's not a bad thing. It's your body telling you that you need to change, that you need to do something differently and create change to change your internal physiological environment. I mean, that's how I look at it, right? How can I do things differently now to create a different result? The problem is everyone's trying to change the result, but not really change what they're doing, right? Mm -hmm. Um, So for me, cholesterol is not a bad thing. You know, and if you look at the history of cholesterol, they've consistently played with the baseline value over mm. the past, you know, 20, 30 years. Same thing with blood pressure, right? It's like everyone should be 120 over 80 for blood pressure. So you're telling me a 15-year-old and an 80-year-old should have the same blood pressure? How is that possible? You have way more miles on your heart at 80 years old. There's no way, not to say that you can't, but... Mm. You know, I wouldn't say 120 over 80 for an 80-year-old is normal blood pressure, right? So they're constantly playing with the numbers. I truly believe they play with the numbers and lower them because they want people on more medication, right? That equals more money. Mm. But go ahead. Keep going. I was saying, just just thinking about, so having, you know, higher levels than what they recommend is not necessarily a bad thing. Well, I think lab tests are interesting because they're always a snapshot in time, Mm. right? And then secondly, you never look at a lab value by itself and go, this is what's going on. It's like going in and getting your air pressure checked and they go, oh, you need a new transmission. It doesn't make any sense, right? You assess all the different parts of the car to decide what's going on. So I think when you're looking at cholesterol, you need to look at all your cholesterol values, like all your lipid values, right? You need to get all your thyroid values to compare to it. And I also think it's important to assess it in comparison to what we use as the full Monty iron panel, which is takes a look at like 
copper and bioavailable copper ceruloplasmin because they play a role, which I'll talk about, in relation to their inverse to cholesterol. And that'll paint a picture of kind of like where you're at right now and maybe what you need to do to kind of um, make some changes, you know, because that's really what it comes down to. Um, it really just comes down to making changes and saying, oh my God, I'm 42. Like, I don't understand why my cholesterol is high. Now, if it's 200, in my opinion, that's not high. But, you know, if a doctor says it's high, it's high. Um, it's really saying, okay, I'm 42. It's taken me 42 years to get here. It's taken me 42 years of my story to get to this point where my body said, I can no longer be on the roller coaster every day. And that is the end result of it. So we have to say, okay, what do I do to change? But realize that's not going to happen over three months. You're not going to lower your cholesterol over three months. Typically what we see with people is eight to 12 months. You're going to start to see a real shift. Mm. Usually it goes up before it goes down, but usually that eight to 12 month is when you start to see a trend down much more mm. because it's debt. Mm. Stress, chronic stress is debt. If you're a million dollars in debt, it's not going to take you three months to pay it off. Mm. It's, Finding a way to eat and live in a way, I always say, to make money, spend a little money, save money, and pay off your debt, right? Mm -hmm. We need to be able to do that because that allows us to pay off our debt. And then over that year long or two years, we see things start to trend down over time. So what, um, Josh, would be, you know, some things that would contribute to someone, say, getting that really super high? You know, you talk about the stress. What are these different types of stress that would contribute to that over the years? Well, the different types of stress are just depending on the person, of course. You know, I think the basics is, you know, we like to attach stress, stress to a thing. Mm. But stress is really a physical, physiological reaction. Like if you would ask Jeannie, she would say, you know, doing podcasts stress me out. Mm. I sit here and sweat the whole time. You know, it's just not her thing. Hence why yeah. you see me on Instagram all the time. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it's, it's not for me. You know, I could do these all day long and really have fun with them. So I think it really depends on the person, um, our belief systems, our history, all these different things, right? But it's it's what's happening physiologically in the system. So it could be under eating, it could be overeating, it could be a trauma, it could be how you were raised, it could be from the womb, you know, what happened, how your mother was behaving, food she was eating how you're raised. It could be a million and one things. I, we, I think we think of stress as like finances well, and food. What are some of like, cause I just think typically like the women that I speak to, you know, they're under eating, they're you know, under eating, eating a ton of pufas, overtraining. Yeah. They might have stressful yeah. jobs. They're not getting enough sleep. Yeah. Um, there might be some emotional stress there with their family and their kids. They don't get enough sunlight. Um, and it's like these, like they do it over years and years and years and years. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's the accumulation, right? It's all those things. And what people hear is, well, what am I supposed to do? Live in a bubble? Like, it's my life. And it is your life. But we say, then build resiliency to the stress. Mm. You know, maybe don't eat or undereat as much. Maybe don't overtrain as much. Maybe cut back on your work a little bit. But to build resiliency for us, of course, the gateway to all of that is how do we eat in a way to really build that resiliency? So then we say, okay. I'm going to work on my workout. Okay. I'm going to work on my job. Right. Cause now we have that foundation we feel a little bit more nurtured and grounded in our system um, to support the other changes that we need to make. And this is why I say like lowering your cholesterol just doesn't take 
three months. Mm. You know, it doesn't work like that. I mean, yeah, if you took supplements, you could do it, but you're not really changing the reason. So if you stop the supplements 99% of the time, it's going to go up again. You're not fixing the actual root cause. Right. It's cause and effect, Mm. right? Taking a supplement to fix cholesterol is no better than taking a statin. Mm. There's no different if you really analyze what you're doing, the action of it. There's no difference in it. But yeah, it's that stress. I think I think something no one ever really talks about, and this is, yes, a little science. And um, But when you look at chronic stress and you start compounding that over time, and I think there's a few catalysts that, that, are, that are in an environment, like you said, under eating is a huge one. I don't think I've worked with someone in 22 years that's come to us that is ever eating enough food, which is, of course, why they're coming to us. But um, most people under eat protein. They don't get enough meals during the day. And then they're like a mom, they work, they're working out, the list goes on, you know, so that becomes a stress. Um, And that's not even included the past, you know, 20 years of their life when they were in their teens, maybe and dieting or partying, you know, all these different things, right? We've all been there. Um, But at least in the US, I think a huge catalyst, and it's something I just started really looking into, um, like the middle of last year is glyphosate, which is Roundup, right? Mm. So we're talking about like genetically modified, you know, you know, crops and pesticides, herbicides, that type of thing. And there's a doctor, her name is Dr. Stephanie Seneff. She's kind of like one of the, I would say, pioneers when it comes to looking at the dangers of what glyphosate does in our body, what it does to our crops and what it does to our body. And it's really technical. I mean, it's interesting. She shows like what it does to the bifidobacteria in our gut and she correlates it with the rise in IBS. I mean, it is fascinating stuff to look at, but one of the things glyphosate does is um, it affects uh, cholesterol sulfate and cholesterol synthesis in the red blood cells, the the skin in a sense, and um, the platelets, right? So it affects cholesterol synthesis in the body. It affects the enzymes that help us with detoxification. It affects the enzymes that help us produce bile acids to clear cholesterol from the body. The list goes on. So, you know, I believe that long-term accumulation with people, a piece of that is the foods that contain glyphosate, right? Because it's setting us up for having high cholesterol. Right. And this is the, you know, I have, you know, it's genetic or, you know, I've had it my whole life, you know, how am I going to be able to lower it? I feel like that that's a stress in itself, of course. Right. Because now we're changing our physiology with this roundup. It's affecting how we synthesize cholesterol in the skin, which of course is going to affect vitamin D status. It's going to affect iron status. You start affecting, you know, the enzymes that are controlled by that in the liver and the list goes on. You know, so based on my like research and understanding, besides just chronic stress, I truly believe that at least in the U.S. that glyphosate is playing a huge role in pushing people into needing medications, especially, you know, cholesterol, right? Whether it's a gut medication, thyroid medication, even the need for vitamin D because of what glyphosate does to vitamin D metabolism. And it's so fascinating. And if you want to look her up, you you can, she has everything online, but beside the chronic stress, adding to the food sense of it, like what we're eating, 
that is a huge player in the game. Now, a lot of people say, well, I eat pro-metabolic. I don't eat GMO foods. Now, I don't know how it is there, but here it's like everywhere. You have to look at, I just talked to a mother who her child has eczema and, you know, she's like, I've been feeding them Enfamil, you know, that's loaded with iron and glyphosate and chemicals, right? So it starts at a young age. We just don't realize that maybe we weren't breastfed and we were given the formula, Mm -hmm. right? And then the list goes on. On top of that, the foods we're eating because, you know, for some people they think organic, we can't afford it or it doesn't make any sense. Um, but for me personally, for a lot of people, their history of looking at what they eat, that's a huge catalyst when you talk about high cholesterol, right? Cause now you're messing with the actual kind of making and clearing of cholesterol in the body. Mm. Right. So that's why a lot of people are going to have high cholesterol. One reason I think the second, of course, which, you know, is, and I think this, I think these all go together, Right is Broda Barnes theory on, you know, high cholesterol is a marker for hypothyroidism, right? Well, what does stress do when it's chronic? Well, it's going to affect thyroid hormone production and conversion. It's that simple. You know, if we, if we're able to get on the roller coaster and get off, our thyroid can do what it's meant to do. Mm. Right. It's the same thing when you're, when you, if you go into pregnancy with enough energy in your bank account, and then you go into your pregnancy your thyroid should actually go, the numbers should actually go up a little. You'll naturally see TSH go up. Mm. And, 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 you know, a lot of people are diagnosed with hypothyroidism. It actually should do that, just like your breast should emerge, right? Um, so we have this natural adaptation that happens, but if the environment isn't supportive to allow the thyroid to work, of course, that chronic stress is going to affect how thyroid hormone is produced, and thyroid hormone is converted and as well, how it actually gets in the cell. Right. Mm -hmm. So this chronic stress can affect thyroid hormone. Now, in a sense, to keep it simple, anytime the stress in the system, you're going to not, when it's chronic, you're going to naturally see your thyroid hormone levels change. You might see T3 go down, T4 go down, TSH go up. There's many different scenarios. Once again, that's information, right? That doesn't naturally happen. That's not like, oh, I'm the goddess of the thyroid and your thyroid's going to slow down today. It doesn't work like that, right? It's information to tell you I'm living beyond my means. I'm eating, some, I'm eating in a way that's not supporting my system. My history has gotten me here. Maybe I'm overtraining or under whatever it may be. I need to change. That's what it's telling you. Um, Roberta Barnes showed that we need T3 to convert cholesterol into steroidal hormones. So as you're stressed, cholesterol is going to go up and as T3 is going to drop. So it's like a bathtub filling with water, right? It's just going to keep filling and filling and filling because we can't convert it into steroidal hormones, which of course leads to PMS issues, infertility, possibly loss of cycle. The list goes on, right? Um, So it's like that, just chronic stress theory and then things on top of it just compound that stress. I hope you enjoyed this episode so far. I just wanted to quickly jump in and talk about uh, Saturay Pure Oyster Capsules. So we recently released these, I'd say probably maybe it's two or three weeks ago, and they've been an absolute huge um 
hit and you'll hear Josh talk about the importance of including uh, shellfish and liver in your diet. And one of the reasons we actually recommend our clients eat oysters is because they contain abundant amounts of zinc. So zinc is antiviral, supports vitamin A usage, which is critical for hormone production and hydrochloric acid production. It also aids in skin health and it's important for sexual health and fertility. So taking zinc in a whole food form such as oysters is much better than taking zinc alone, which can quickly create a copper deficiency. So oysters contain a good amount of iron, but most importantly, they also contain a lot of bioavailable copper, which is protective against iron. It's one thing that you'll hear Josh talk about in the podcast, or sorry, protective against iron excess. So oysters also contain selenium, which is protective against um, the damage that PUFA does, amongst other things. And it's also high in B12 and other B vitamins, manganese, iodine, and vitamin D. So next to liver, oysters really are an incredible natural multivitamin and mineral food supplement. So we recommend that our clients uh, take 6 to 12 or eat 6 to 12 oysters per week and consume 100 grams of fresh uh, beef liver. So you can either eat them fresh or if you don't like them or if you don't have access to, um, you know, good beef liver or fresh oysters, then you can uh, take the capsules. So the oysters are just 100% oyster meat, no fillers, no additives, and we've freeze-dried them for the least nutrient loss. So they're sourced from Tasmania, so the pristine waters of Tasmania, um, and they're 100% oysters. Um, and what we actually found out when we were trying to source them, which was one of the reasons why it took us so long, is that a lot of the Australian New Zealand brands actually source their oyster meat out of Asia. Um, so, yeah, that's pretty much why it took us so long to get them. But they're here now and we've been getting uh, great, great reviews. So I'll drop a link into uh, the show notes as well as a discount code that will give you a small discount. Let's get back to the podcast. I would say that's definitely in our industry one of the common ones because I don't think a lot of people are talking about glyphosate glyphosate a lot of people are not eating gmo but they did in the past and the question is like how do you fix that right i think it's just time and healthy eating you know but um you know we can change how we're living and we can change how we're eating to alter what our thyroid is doing so now we can support that conversion right um i don't personally think it's as simple as just taking T3 or taking a thyroid medication. Cause what are we doing? We're not changing the cause. Again, we're trying to manipulate the effect. So you've got to basically lower all the things that are contributing to that stress. All of that. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a, it's a lot to think about. Right. And that we have to focus on the littlest things. And, you know, that's why we say healing is a journey. It's not a destination. You know, when you decide to heal, you're stepping in and doing something huge and it doesn't happen overnight. You're working. I mean, if you really want to heal, you're going to be working on it for the rest of your life. Cause you get like, I'm 46. I got to wind the past 46 years of my life. Mm. Right. We all have some sort of trauma in some way. We all over partied in one way. I over partied. I was just like you in my late teens, early twenties. You know what I mean? My, I was married. I met my first wife at 10 AM at an after party after being up all night. You know what I mean? Like I've been there. We've all had this story of overtraining. I used to overtrain. You know what I mean? Of 
under eating, under eight in college, or maybe overeating. We all have these similar stories and it adds up. Mm-hmm. So we have to unwind a lot of this, you know, and this is the debt that I talk about with clients. Mm-hmm. You know, we have a lot of debt, but if we make these changes, now we stop the outflow and we start paying back our debt. Yes, you still have debt, but next time you look at your bank account, instead of being a million dollars in debt, maybe you're $500,000 in debt. You know, it, it, it is moving in the right direction versus the wrong direction. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't think it's shaming Go ahead. Oh, no, it's just it's this is this question that, is, that, that people, I see people often ask and comment. They'll yeah. say, okay, Kitty, my doctor has said that I've got high cholesterol, so I need to stop eating eggs and saturated fat. Yeah, like I said, cholesterol is produced, like 80 to 90% of cholesterol in the body is produced in the body when the body needs it, mm. right? Um, you can't get high cholesterol from eating saturated fat, from healthy sources Mm. same it's just like i call these lies right it's like you get fat from eating fat lie cal you 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 calcium regulates calcium gives you strong bones lie you know iron regulates iron it's take iron because you have low iron it's a lie right you don't get fat from eating fat and you don't get high cholesterol from eating saturated fat because it's all produced in the body now if you're eating shitty foods with tons of unsaturated fats and hydrogenated, you know, oils, or you're eating an egg from a very unhealthy source, you know, egg A and B look the same, but one comes from a free range pasture and the other one comes from, you know, uh, you know, not free uh, in cage, like cage, industrialized cages, you know, yep, yep, yep. is a big difference. You know, they look the same, but what's in them is not the same. So stress, it's a stress in the system because you're not getting the same fat makeup. You're not getting the same nutrients, you know, from that egg. So it becomes a stress, right? It is a stress to the system. And the body is going to mount an attack in a sense, right? And that's why people will get high cholesterol. But the last time I've worked with someone that has high cholesterol from eating eggs or steak is never, I mean, we eat. I eat five eggs a day. Mm-hmm. Jeannie eats three. Harrison eats two to three. Whole eggs. Mm. We don't have high cholesterol because they're from a clean source, right? Mm. So um, most of the cholesterol that you'll see in your lab is what's happening inside the body. This is why I say that it's about changing your environment. We're so we're taught by the medical industry to blame food, to blame cholesterol, to blame our blood pressure. Like that's the problem. Mm. If you eat healthy food, food's not the problem. It's the body that's going into, into is the problem, right? It's like, if you have a dollar and you put it in a change machine, you get 50 cents back. You don't go, this dollar is defective. You know, it's all the dollars fall. It's the change machine. Mm. Same thing with food. But if we put, healthy food in, we're going to get that healthy result, you know, externally or physiologically. So, yeah, I mean, most of the cholesterol in the body is produced in the body when you need it. And that is a time of energy crisis and stress. Now, of course, like I said, stress, protobarns, it's going to, we need it, but the problem is that chronic stress is going to affect the HPA axis. It's going to affect how we, 
you know, that excess, you know, cortisol can block thyroid hormone conversion. I mean, the list goes on. There's a ton of different scenarios. Um, when it's chronic enough, when we get calcification, it could block thyroid hormone from even getting in the cell, mm. right? And these are a lot of people that are like, I keep increasing my dose, but my numbers aren't changing or I feel worse, right? That type of thing. That's like a thyroid resistance. Mm. Um, the last one is based off the work of Leslie Clavet. And he kind of devoted his work to cholesterol and copper showing the inverse relationship between each. But this is just, it's a sequence of events from stress to glyphosate, the foods we eat to affecting thyroid hormone to affecting copper status, right? Which is going to raise cholesterol. He said they're always inverse, just like Broda Barnes, T3 and cholesterol inverse. They're literally saying the same thing in a different way, right? So he showed... Go ahead. Oh, sorry, no, keep going. I was just going to ask you, I can ask you this after, but what are some good sources of copper that like foods that people could eat? Yeah. I mean, I always tell people just to focus on proteins when you want minerals and fat soluble vitamins. Mm-hmm. I don't stress too much about the copper because it gets too minutiae. Like we get, oh, I need copper. Like I need to get only these foods. But if you're focusing on like white fish and fatty fish and shellfish and dairy and eggs and organ meats, You're going to get all the minerals, all the fat soluble vitamins, retinol you need to assist with copper metabolism, Mm. right? Mm. So you don't have to stress about just eating organ meats, right? Because you can get retinol from eggs. And when you're talking about, you know, copper status and metabolism, you're really talking about retinol, Mm -hmm. you know, that's Mm -hmm. really what you're talking about among other things, you know, but yes, the, the white fish, the fatty fish, the shellfish, so seafood, uh, eggs, clean dairy, and organ meats, especially. So good quality animal proteins. Yeah. You know, I always tell people like, if you look at your list, I would say most people eat two to three proteins, chicken, steak, eggs, <laughs> right? Flip it. If you don't have the money to work with anyone, if you don't have the money to do any programs, just flip what you're doing. Eat mm. more fish, eat more organ meats, mm. right? Over time. You can't heal doing the same things. You can't heal eating chicken, steak, and fish. Mm. It's impossible. I'm sorry, chicken, steak, and eggs. Um, I'm not saying you can't heal, but, you know, you're going to definitely carry yourself further by making those changes. Because to me, chicken's like the last on the list. You know, I love steak. Steak's great, too. It's probably like below everything I just mentioned, Mm. you know. And I love when people eat steak. It's dense. It provides you with minerals. It's great. But when you compare it to these other things, which I call like power foods, they're loaded, but no one eats these things. Well, I mean, how many people really, like before I found all of this world, I I never ate liver. I'm like, you know, I did eat eggs, but not liver. Yeah. And and it's cheap. Liver's so cheap. It's so cheap. I mean, I eat liver every day. I have. I grew up eating it. I grew up eating liver. That's good. Yeah, so you're used I, to – I really love pate, but straight liver, I'm like, uh, but, yeah, that's so good. No, I, I should say eat pate every day. I don't eat yeah. straight liver. Pate is I eat liver pate. pate. It's the best, yeah. isn't it? It's oh, so I love good. it. Oh, God, me too. I eat it with my eggs every morning. Oh, Sometimes coffee, I have one lunch. On some sourdough toast. Oh, my God, it's like yeah. the most amazing. <laughs> it is. Thing ever. But I also love – so I, eat, I grew up eating shellfish. So I eat mm. sardines and oysters and clams. Mm. Uh, smoked salmon and you know uh, we have usually cooked halibut so i love a lot of seafood but 
I just feel like if people slowly made it to make, made the change and not that you have to eat it every day, mm. bringing in your diet, a lot of people would feel a world of a change, mm. a world of change. Right. And we're not even talking about carbs, but you know, um, you can get a ton of minerals and a ton of fat soluble vitamins when you're talking about copper. Now, mm. why I said it's a cascade is because the end result is energy production. Can we produce energy? Your cells are either, you know, your conglomeration of cells. That's what you are. You come into this world of the cell, you multiply and you keep multiplying and different systems start to develop. You know, those cells maybe have more mitochondria because they're in the brain and the heart, et cetera. But you just keep replicating and you're becoming conglomeration of cells and your cells regulate everything in your body from your skin to your liver, to your spleen, the list goes on. Your cells have two decisions. Am I going to produce energy? which is produce antioxidants, which is money in the bank, right? It's green. It creates an environment for health, right? Because now we can clean things up and we can regulate. Mm-hmm. Or are we producing exhaust? Are we producing pro-oxidants? Are we producing inflammation? That's death, mm-hmm. right? This is why we say you can't heal in the same environment that got you sick. Because if you're taking a supplement and a superfood and you're drinking your green juice, your cells are still producing exhaust. Guess what? You're on the roller coaster drinking your green juice and taking all your superfood supplements all day long. It's not going to work, right? So that's the decision of your cell, but it's really how you live and how you support your cells to do that. So everyone always talks about minerals, glucose, and thyroid hormone when we talk about cell energy metabolism. And those are all the things that are going to allow us to produce energy. But when you talk about energy, the most important piece is activating oxygen. You can have the thyroid hormone, right? But if you can't activate oxygen, it's not going to do much. Well, you're born with copper in your liver. It's stored there, right? This is why, you know, um, full-term birth is so important. This is why breastfeeding is so important. This is why cord clamping is so important. But you have liver in your you have copper in your liver. This is why it's stored. Um, and it's, it's loaded into a protein called ceruloplasm, which is essentially bioavailable copper. But it's loaded into this protein in the Golgi apparatus in your liver via retinol. Retinol plays a huge role, in my opinion, in cell energy metabolism. And I know there's this huge thing out there, like you can take too much and all that. I don't want to get into that. But um it's an important piece. And that's why I named those foods because we all recommend them. I recommend them. You recommend them. Everyone recommends them for that reason. They're, they're, they're superfoods, right? Mm-hmm. Cause they provide us with the minerals and fat soluble vitamins we need to produce energy. Right? So that's an important piece, right? How does thyroid hormone play into that? Well, thyroid hormone is carried on a protein with retinol to the liver. So you can convert thyroid hormone and activate ceruloplasm to support energy production. So if you're stressed, you can't do any of that. Mm. Right? So what Leslie Clavade showed is when you produce energy, when you're able to metabolize copper and ceruloplasm, activate oxygen and produce energy and produce all your antioxidants, glutathione peroxidase, superoxide dismase, all these things, that allows you to put out the fires. And able that allows you to put money in the bank and create this environment for health, right? Build up your immune system, pay off your debt, etc. That, what is that going to do? That's going to bring cholesterol down. 
right? Because we're putting out the fires, antioxidants to bring it down. So we reduce the amount of stress in the system. So it's an inverse relationship with cholesterol. But he showed if we can't activate oxygen, if we can't produce energy, we can't produce our antioxidants. What do we produce? Mm-hmm. Prooxidants, cytokines, interleukins, things that basically turn a little nice campfire into a 500,000 acre forest fire. Okay. The problem is, as a society, we're trying to put out a forest fire with a fire extinguisher, right? I'm going to take this antioxidant supplement. Or I'm going to take this antioxidant goji berry. It's, it's, it's like paying off a million dollars with a penny at a yeah. time. It's silly. Um, so what he showed is if we can't produce energy, what happens? Prooxidants go up. Cholesterol is going to go up because copper is down, right? Because we're not metabolizing copper into, we're not loading it. It's cerebrasm. And there's many reasons for that. A big one is glyphosate, synthetic vitamins, chronic stress, right? The list goes on. But if we can't metabolize copper, we can't produce antioxidants, prooxidants go up and cholesterol is going to go up with it, right? To help fight it, right? It's because copper is low. So he showed that it's an inverse relationship, just like protobon showed it's inverse with T3. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and it it makes sense. I think you're right. Like it's just, it's going to take time. You can't, you've done this for years and years and years. You know, you, I mean, well, we all want that magic quick fix. We want it to be better straight away, but really is making those nutrition lifestyle changes, changes to training, lowering that stress over time, getting the right nutrients in from the food. It's the basics. I know I talk technical and everyone does, but it's, it's basics. I always come back to the basics. I could say a million technical thing. My recommendation is going to be basic. Yeah. Eat the eggs. Eat Change the how you're eating. Yeah change how you're living and move. Yeah. yeah. You do that consistently, consistency plus time will equal health. Totally agree. Yeah. It's, it's just, that simple. Well, but it's boring. It's boring though. Like people, I think, you know, they go, oh, yeah. like I want it to be quicker. It needs to be sexier, but they don't realize that just doing those basics consistently over a long period of time is what gets you there. So what I tell everyone that the problem is human nature. We're so addicted to stress, yeah. right? And everything happens at the speed of light. You know, you ship me something, I get it fast. I order on Amazon, I could get it tonight if I wanted to, mm. right? If I don't want to walk down the street and buy uh, something from the store, I can do, you know, DoorDash, these, you know, these apps, you can just, people deliver food to you, mm. You know, it's not even a restaurant. It's just random people sign up and they can deliver food. It's like the craziest thing to me. Um, so we're so addicted to quickness. You know, we're so addicted to stress. That's like a, it's actually a sympathetic response, right? So we're so addicted to it and we're so ingrained for everything to happen fast, right? And that's a medical industry thing too. It's like, take the med, it's going to happen fast. But I think we have to realize that part of healing is getting away from that mentality because mm-hmm. nothing is going to happen that fast. And anyone that tells you that it's going to run and save your money, right? Be, and the people that are honest with you that you're mad at, those are the people you should work with, right? Mm. Same reasoning as what you just said. It took you 20, 30, 40 years to crawl this debt. How can you even think it's going to take three months to pay off 30 years of debt? It's impossible, right? So, I'm super transparent with clients and I tell them that, but I'm here to help you change. I'm here to help you stop the outflow and start teaching you how to deposit. It's just like 
I'm teaching you how to manage your body's energy, just like managing money. Your money's been mismanaged. You're in debt. How do we learn how to manage it again? But it is the basics, right? Mm-hmm. Client asked me today, I'm like, I just had a baby. I don't know what to do for working out. I'm like, how about walk? Go for a walk. Just get outside. Mm-hmm. Breathe. Mm-hmm. You know, just clear your head. You don't need to work out. You just had a baby. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Give yourself a bit of a break. Yeah. It is. It's crazy. So, it's, it's really just saying, how do I need to change how I'm eating? Just do the opposite of how I'm eating. Oh, I eat chicken, steak, and eggs. Let me have more fish and maybe Oregon meats and something else, you know? Mm-hmm. Just flip it a little bit, you know? Maybe I'm overworking. Maybe I'm working on this. Maybe I'm overtraining. Maybe I cut back. It's just baby steps because if you do the simplicity over time, you're going to get re- results. The people that try to make it too complex – and it's, it's out of control right now. The labs and the supplements and the SIBO and all these different things, you're just entering the rabbit hole of confusion. Mm-hmm. You know, um, mm-hmm. the medical model doesn't work. It's the exact same model just with supplements. It doesn't work. Mm-hmm. Why? Mm-hmm. Because you're not learning how to pay off your debt. You're not creating awareness and creating change. You're trying to change the result, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, even though we talk about this technical stuff online, when it comes down to our method, our approach, it's very, very, very basic, but it's very personalized, mm. right? It's very personalized, but it is basic. It's not rocket science. It's obnoxious to say, but healing is not rocket science. We just have to get our own, our own fucking way. Yeah, I right? 100% agree with that. I look at the women in our program. They've got the best results. They've just done the basics consistently over a long yeah. period of time. It's just change. It's how do I change? It's say it's not... How do I add a supplement? I even say to people, you know what? It's not adding more. Your plate is overflowing. You have five kids. You work full time. You're getting a college degree and you're trying to take a course. Yeah. How can you even think you're going to heal? We actually have to pull things away. Yeah, yeah. Right. So what do we focus on first to kind of put the fire out be- before we can start building? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So some people have to work in that fashion, but I truly believe when it comes to cholesterol, it's about doing less. Because high cholesterol is a result of doing too much all mm. the time, right? Mm. Mm. No, that's awesome. I think, yeah, so many good takeaways for people and hopefully, yeah, again, maybe talk about the statins another time. That's another maybe <laughs> podcast issue. But Yeah, I mean, for me, what I've seen with statins is um, um, chronic heart issues later on because of what, statins do to cholesterol sulfate so a lot of cardiovascular cardiovascular issues later on in life uh, musculoskeletal issues i had a client i worked with last year um for a little bit he took statins for about 35 years and he had chronic musculoskeletal pain because of it Crazy. the doctor literally literally told him it's because of all the years of taking the statins wow yeah so there's, there's long-term side effects of taking statins um, because we need cholesterol. Mm. You know what I mean? We need it when we need it. And when you stop it and you try to lower it, just like with blood pressure, now you're messing with nature. Nature's always going to win. Mm. And it's not pretty when you start messing with nature. The problem is we're messing with it too much, you know? So, um, like I said, I'm not here. It's obviously illegal. I'm not here to say go off your statins. I'm not saying to, you know, go on them. What I'm saying is if you're on them, make some changes. Cause if you do, 
maybe at some point you, you will be able to get off, mm. you know, or if the doctor's pushing them, you know, and you maybe need them, make some changes, you know, mm. give yourself some space to make changes. And it's not easy because it takes time. It takes effort. It takes being uncomfortable, mm. you know, and it's um, easy just to take the pill, isn't it? It's easier. You don't have to address the actual yeah. deep seated. Cause all of these things that we've talked about, like it, re- it takes effort to change. It's so much bigger than even what we're talking about, but you know, I, this is really obnoxious, but I, our world has become fucking so lazy and so disconnected from their self, you know, that they'll almost do anything as long as they don't have to do anything. <laughs> right. Yeah. No one wants conflict. Everyone just, I mean, I don't really want to get into this side of it, but it's like, even what's going on in the world right now, how many people are getting vaccinated that really don't want to get vaccinated, but they're doing it because they just don't want to put up with all the bullshit or they don't want to lose yeah. their job. Or I, I mean, I've talked to so many people, mm. right. So that, you know, I, I truly believe that like, this is why I say like, you're, you're, you're a soup, mm. you know, um, I truly believe that where you're at right now, is a summation of everything from birth until now. And it's not, I'm not even talking separating the psychological and social aspects and how that influences your biology. But, you know, it's like health is about creating new healthy habits and behaviors. Mm. We have to learn to manage our habits and behaviors, but how are those created? Mm. How we experience our mom, how we experience our mom and dad, how we, how they, how we experience them together, how we experience our dad. Do we not have a dad? You know, all these different traumas literally shape our nervous system. That shapes our experiences and all the decisions we make, right? So it's so deep when it comes to, it is easy to take a pill, but the question is like, why? Yeah. Like, why is it, why would you want to do that to yourself when all you have to do is just change your your eating and living? Mm -hmm. I don't know. Mm -hmm. A, t- a topic for another time, but um, no, that was that, <laughs> that was always right. I'm just conscious of the time because I've got a uh, another call after this. But yeah. that was so awesome. Thank you so much, Josh. And I will um pop the links to um their uh Instagram, Real Food Gangsters, and their Appreciate website. It. Go check them out. Follow them. They share awesome uh information. I'm sure. Like when I was sitting there, like, yep, yep, yeah, you can see my head. <laughs> If you could see like the bob head, the bubble head going, uh, yeah. So no, thank you so much, Josh. I uh, really appreciate you coming on and and um, sharing your knowledge. And we'll I'll have to get Jeannie on. Yeah, yeah. If she will. We'll see. Yeah, it's, we'll I'll, I'll, I'll ask her what does she want to talk about. What's her favorite topic to talk about? And that might make her. Yeah, it totally would. Yeah, her passionate her passion topic. What is her passion topic? What do you think it is? If she could talk about anything, what does she love to talk about? Um, she would probably talk about something related to the nervous system. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I could get her on. I'll, will you ask her then? I'll ask her. Ask her and tell her to message me. I will. Yeah. Okay, good. <laughs> All right. Thanks so much, Josh. Thank you, Kitty. Bye.